All right, I find new and interesting ways to be disappointing. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I don't even know how to explain it. This is the Sharp Square Podcast, Hindsight 2020, the 15-minute recap, rocket through the games. I try to do it every Monday, and this one really is all about the effort, just Got home, back home, sweet home. Spent the weekend in Texas with my wife. It was fantastic. Got some time to see uh, my sister, uh, her husband, my nephew, uh, who my wife got to meet for the first time. That was great. Spent a couple days in Austin. Not as good of a time as we had in San Antonio, but still a good time. And it was the first time in over a decade that I did not sit and watch Sunday's slate of games uh, start to finish. Uh, I did get a brief interlude about uh, two and a half hours at a dive bar restaurant uh, there in Austin when we left Food and Wine. Uh, That was a good time. Had uh, five TVs going Uh, A lot of the games I had action on, (laughs) and here's why yesterday was so interesting, Uh, and why these sports betting contests, I I am just here today to wave the white flag in surrender. Um, I I just don't get it. I, I, I have not figured out the strategic approach for these things. Uh, so this week I was on my own, uh, for the most part in picking the games. It was a solo podcast last Thursday. And what I decided to do is I picked every game against the spread and said that if I had a losing week, uh, I would donate, uh, a certain amount of money, hundred dollars a loss, to Yellow Brick Road, which is a charity out here in Orlando, does really good work with kids. Needless to say, uh, I, you know, even when I'm trying to do the right thing for a good cause, I somehow screw it up because I was eight and four against the spread. Couldn't at the time when I did the podcast could not pick the Arizona game. Uh, There was not a line at the time, although I was leaning uh, Arizona, thinking Colt McCoy would play just another game I had right, but did not count that game. Uh, Also did not get that game in the contest. I talked myself out of it. Instead went with the Bengals. But here's the thing. Eight and four, picking every game against the spread. And somehow, of the four losers, I get three of them in the contest. I mean, mean, seriously, eight wins, I only get two of those, 25% of the wins. But we are darn near perfect getting our losers in, and they're mine. I've got nothing to turn to this week. This This is all on me. Uh, I will say Mike shot me a cu- he shot me three picks. One of them I just dead went against. I took the Ravens. I just love thinking the Ravens are gonna punch people in the mouth and knock fighters out in the first round like Mike Tyson used to do. It's not. The Ravens are a little sloppy. Uh, they battle, they fight, they win games. 
But Baltimore covering these big numbers, and I'll tell you, forget their record. Minnesota is a scrappy team. Mike, one of the teams he texted me earlier in the week to look at was Minnesota. For that reason alone, I should have laid off the Ravens game. Really stinks too, because I would have taken the Patriots instead. The simple handicap, Belichick against Sam Darnold, but no. And the whole point of the pick, sorry to ramble here, but the whole point of the pick is share of square. It's, It's the most square play. And even I am saying, oh, Belichick over Darnold's too square. Take Baltimore. It's a smarter pick. And it wasn't, and Mike didn't even like it. I screwed up on that one. I got everything I deserve coming to me. Yeah, that game was my bad. Uh, also missed on Houston. This was my ultimate decision. Wow, was that game ugly. Uh, there were nine turnovers. Allegedly, I thought there was more as the game was going on. Um, this was just, I don't know why I do this to myself with Houston, but you just give me a dumpster fire and I am a moth to that flame. And Houston is that dumpster fire for me this year. I can't get enough. I would like to say that I won't do it again, have learned my lesson, but I most certainly have not. Uh, Next opportunity I get, I will gladly donate money to the nearest uh, bet on Houston and set your bills on fire fund. Okay, so lost those two. Mike did recommend the LA Chargers. And what do you know, they were a winner. It was my market correction. Sell low on the Eagles. However, I will say the Eagles ran the ball. They played great. Uh, Certainly Jalen Hurts. I I don't think he was outplayed, at least on paper. I don't know. I didn't watch the game. I didn't get to see one play. But in the stats, in the box score, Philly was impressive, and I'm going to use this as a little lesson. When when you don't get to watch the games, sometimes the box score can tell you a lot. You know, you don't necessarily know just based on the final score, but how were the third downs? Were the teams about even there? What what happened? Were were teams scoring on their red zone opportunities? You know, what was the yard per play? These aren't live by die by stats but I think within the context of an individual game you can get an idea of how efficient a team was moving the ball and whether or not they were able to take opportunities scoring or you know they were turning the ball over what's the time of possession you can just let the box score sort of indicate which teams came out and, and put a good product on the field. The results can be crazy. Just knowing the final score or who won or seeing the highlights on SportsCenter, you know, that can sometimes lead you astray. Uh, but sometimes that box score, I like to look at them for every game, and I needed them this week. But, but Philly played pretty good, but, but that was a good market correction. You were buying stock in the Chargers a little bit low. Good on them. Good game. And, you know, even though I'm going to take the blame for all the losing this week, 
the Chargers, I wanted to get one of those picks Mike gave. And since I blatantly ignored him in the Baltimore-Minnesota game, glad I got that one. Now, I talked myself out of Arizona. I shouldn't have done it. I'm going to be perfectly honest here. The Cincinnati pick is devastating for a lot of reasons. First of all, I thought the number should be two and a half. So as far as betting the game, I tried to tell myself there's just no value. You should pass on it. Had I not bet it, I would have had a really good day because I got uh, two of my losses uh, for cash. And uh, that was one of them that I almost walked away from. It was the last game uh, that I bet before walking into the Food and Wine Festival and just putting my phone away. Um, But here's the problem. I should have gone with Arizona. I felt stronger about it. I had a stronger handicap. The value just wasn't there in Cincinnati. I thought the line was right. And everything was standing on this narrative that Cincinnati was going to have a big bounce back game, yet I'm not wild about their coach. Really, I don't like him at all, but I, but I kind of ignored uh, that in this case because I didn't want to hear it because I wanted to bet Cincinnati. I've said time and time again, when chaos hits Cleveland, they bounce back. And with them releasing Odell Beckham, it's like the big distraction was gone. It was almost like okay, guys, now we can focus on what needs to be done. And I knew that like deep down, but I kept ignoring it because I wanted to bet Cincinnati. I was, oh, that short home favorite. It's a good bounce back spot. I didn't want to hear the argument from the other side because I knew it would talk me off the play. And I wish it had because it cost me money. It cost us in the contest. And I know what I would have put with it, which was another game Mike was looking at. Now, I don't know how privy he was to the quarterback starting situation there in Arizona, if he would have backed out if it was McCoy. But I looked hard at that game, and that would have been my choice over Cincinnati. I paid maybe too much attention to concerns that were not, matter of fact, important in the Arizona game ignored things important in the Cleveland game. So that was my bad. Uh, Denver. Denver was my best pick. I I should have made that my best bet, but I made it the ugly Betty. Could have easily been ultimate decision. I just liked the spot here. Bridgewater, a statistical edge as a against the spread underdog Teddy Covers baby 19 and 2 against now 20 and 2 I guess Dallas just inflated due for a letdown people overhyping the Von Miller thing just everything made sense here um I I really got to trust myself when games really sing to me this one sung to me it got we got it in the contest. I made money off of it. It was a good spot. I was able to to have a week where it, you know it doesn't help us in the contest, but I did make some plays that won me money in the Giants game. There was that Cardinals game there, and uh, obviously this Broncos game. The Falcons, another one I got chicken to put in the contest, but. 
<coughs> it's almost like I was trying to avoid doing things too ugly since Mike wasn't around, but this was the weekend I sort of just trusted my ugly instinct. So again, th- this next coming up week, it'll be odd. I- I'm going to give full control to Mike because I took full control this weekend, so it's only fair in a contest we're playing together. And I will say this too, uh, even though I'm going to end up having a winning record, I'm going to make the uh, donation to Yellow Brick. Just depending on uh, tonight's game, it'll depend whether it's uh, four losses or five losses, but it's a good cause, so I'm going to take my winnings and donate them to Yellow Brick Road, good charity, and there's nobody I'd rather pay uh, the VIG to uh, than a good cause like that. So this is Hindsight 2020, Sharp Square Podcast. We'll see you Thursday for the show. And the beating Mike will give me verbally uh, for giving us a two and three losing week. Have a good one.